Welcome to the basement. What is good, everybody? Before I jump off, I just wanted to let anybody and everybody out there uh, give, give a reminder that I, I am still a licensed real estate agent. So if you or anyone you know is uh, in the market to buy a home, give me a shout. It doesn't matter that we're not in the same place. I can still help you out. I can still give you insight and get you connected with, with one of the top realtors in the nation. Lopez Newton Realtors at Long Realty Company. Uh, we're in the top one half of 1% of realtors in the nation. So uh, that means we really know what we're doing and we take really great care of people along the way. So we like to extend that reach as absolute far as possible. My info is public. Uh, easiest way is probably go to the old Instagram at Fanny Pack Realtor. Check it out. So this episode of The Basement, I was fortunate enough to get my little bro in here. Uh, if you've been listening for a little while, you've heard him. I called him before, but he came down to Tucson for a visit. And uh, really, we just had a great weekend, man. It, it, it's really nice. We got a 10-year age gap. So I get to fill him a little bit in on life before him, just kind of the things that, that led him to just becoming into existence. And we got some things to, to go back and, and rehash even further, but really just get on the level. You know, he's, you know, 25-year-old man, you know, with, so we didn't grow up, you know, having each other, like side by side, the way my sons do. They're, you know, less than two years apart, you know, and another, you know, families all, all grow up differently. And we were in different places at, at the same time. So, it was real, real nice to have my brother here. We, we committed our first protest, acted in, went to. I don't know if committed is the right word. But the governor of Arizona instituted a, an 8 p.m. curfew. So every night this week I've been out there protesting for, for from 8 to 8.15, you know, just standing out on the corner by my house with the, the American flag. Like that's, that's where I feel overreach uh, has set in. Uh, there's... there's I don't feel there's anything in Arizona to warrant that. I th definitely, definitely think it's uh, oversight and overreach by the governor. And the, I mean, the, the cool part at the end of the day, like the mayor of Tucson, she ain't tripping. She's like, no, we're not enforcing that. Like the governor didn't even uh, discuss that with, with all the mayors of the state. So no, we're not down. And to, I mean, in Arizona, we had some, some vandalism, I went it did far, far from rioting, things that are going on in other places, but we had some vandalism, some broken windows, spray paint. So I, I just don't feel it was necessary. I don't think this is, this is a hotbed. I don't think the, the racial tensions, uh, at least in Tucson, are, are at a head as, as they have been in many other places for a long time. Now I'm speaking on perspective from a dude who's lived, not lived here my whole life. And, you know, there's a different demographic here. You know, we got whites and Mexicans. So I don't know like how the Mexicans are treated. If it's the way similar to how blacks are treated in say Minneapolis or Los Angeles or, or varying other places around the country. So, so that I don't know, but the, uh, the governor, he, he put in his, his memos, a on Sunday, uh, statewide curfew in effect starting at 8 p.m. Uh, unless you got to go do some shit. So that's more or less what it says. So it's it's pretty loose to begin with, anyways. So, but I I don't feel it made me it makes me feel uncomfortable, makes me feel uneasy. On top of everything else that's going on, that we're we're having curfews put in on us. Like I don't I don't abide by a curfew. That's not how how I get down at all. I, I do not. I will not. And uh, even when I was a minor, like we had a 10 o'clock curfew or midnight on the weekends for minors in, in the county I lived in in Minnesota. So so basically fuck all that. But uh, yeah, I'm going to bring you this one now. Get a get a chance to meet my little bro. Here's uh, here's Dakota Reshke, my man. Ooh, we real hood in here. Ooh. Ooh. Static and all. I wrote a poem today, straight out the basement. Recognize I'm not a fucking rapper. Oh, yeah. I'm a husband and a father and a bastard. All right. I got a brother that I never met. He passed away. His DNA, it lives in me. I hold that nigga up today. Hold up. This life a real motherfucker. Uh-huh. Phone disconnected at my grandfather's. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I zipped him in that body bag. That really fucking happened. Gee, I know that's really fucking sad. What the fuck? But I'm up from the trailer park. Please excuse the blunt to spark and tell me how'd you fucking start. Black and white boy in a black and white world. And I'm never mixed up. Nigga, fuck what y'all heard. Fuck what you talking about. Nigga, fuck what y'all heard. I'm in my own lane. Never mind how I swerve. I really kind of glide with a pop in my curl. I'm a family man first, so you better heed the word. Family man, family 
man, I'm a gangster. What up, though? Family man, family man, I'm a gangster. Family man, up, family man, but I'm a gangster. Tell me who you fucking with and tell me what you think. What up, though? But it's all good, man. I do appreciate you coming down. Yeah, I'm glad I made it. I try and make it again before I gotta head yeah. out of here. You know what I mean? I gotta. Yeah, that would be cool. Try and go see uh, Kelsey. Uh, I gotta see my dad again. I just saw him last weekend. So where's he at? He's in Apache Junction. Mm. So way out uh, east, northeast of here. Huh? Seth just said, "What curfew?" Oh, he doesn't know yet. Governor set curfew for 8 p.m. in statewide beautiful Arizona. That's too. <laughs> like, I'm bothered right now. Like, I'm bothered by that. So, even like if I would have a podcast scheduled with somebody and like Megan told me that news, it'd be like, fuck. <laughs> fuck. Yeah. It's, what's, it's so stupid. Like, we're not. Nothing's even happening in Arizona right now. Like, all around Arizona. Are they doing protests? Well, they did one, huh? Two nights ago in Phoenix. Yeah. You know, Megan put an interesting point. So you can protest all day. Like, I want to go protest a curfew. Protest all day. Well, I mean, how can I protest an 8 o'clock curfew before 8 o'clock? I don't, I don't know. I've never been to a protest. Me either. I have not. I feel like standing outside at 801. <laughs> Hang out. On the intersection. Like, I don't know. The fuck? Pretty fucked up. I think. I don't understand how you can uh, try and control everybody like that. No, deal with... Seth said his softball starts tomorrow night. Fuck. <laughs> he can't play softball past 8 now. I don't get it. I don't like that's this is where I feel this overreach. I've just spoke before on the podcast about just like kind of stay at home orders during the pandemic. Like what like what what the fuck? Like Yeah. But and I never felt any type of overreach. Like yeah, it's, it was tough. It was tough to deal with. A lot of people had it worse than me, so I got a different perspective of it, but uh, during pandemic slow the curve. We don't know really know what's going on. Let's try this i don't know nobody knew what to do right so i can accept like making things more challenging for people you know it's tough people had to adjust definitely you were talking about when i first got here culture shock you know what i mean that's you got to change one thing a day for as long as you can and try and remember to do that every day that's that's difficult that's a difficult task to change one aspect of your life and and then try and work around that I, but the curfew's frustrating. Like, what? What do you mean? I can't. I can't leave my house after eight. Like, what do you? I don't. I just. I just don't. It doesn't resonate. The sentiment. It's. It's. I'm missing. I think people should be able to protest into whatever hour they. Yeah. You. They well, you want. have the right to constitutionally. And it's your right. And if you're protesting and you become unreasonable or you're breaking noise ordinances or get. You know, go over the top, and you're the one breaking windows or whatever. Then you get handled accordingly, right? Like then you okay. Then you're gonna get your due process. I mean, uh, you can yeah, like you can. Social gathering is like, I mean, a protest. Social gathering. There's no yeah. need to harm everybody there when only a select few are doing harm or are up to no good. You know? Yeah, I mean, it's, I mean, yeah. The, for them, from that point of view, <clears throat> it's, a bit, it's hard to manage. I would imagine. Well, absolutely, it's extremely hard to manage. It's, how, how many hundreds of people, and you got to try and select a few, and they're going to be running around. You're not going to find them. Yeah. So, but I also don't feel anywhere in Arizona was so bad where they needed to institute. I know windows got broken. I know things were vandalized. I don't know who, if anybody was hurt. I hope I hope nobody was hurt in the state. Like I, I don't know some right. You know, but I don't know. I. I've, this is where I feel infringed. Well, it's probably they're like, I bet they're thinking like maybe we can get ahead of it before it gets worse and try and keep people at home. But that's going to make it worse to me. But like what I, why would you restrict more? You know what I mean? People are already upset, irritated and 
You know, I mean, furious. In Dakota County, Minnesota, minors had a 10 o'clock curfew Monday through Sunday through Thursday and a midnight curfew Friday and Saturday. That was the Hennepin County. Or the, I don't know what Hennepin County was. Hennepin County is where Minneapolis is. The southern Minneapolis suburbs are Dakota County. That's where we lived. I went to Burnsville High School. I think about it now. I guess Wisconsin did that. Eau Claire had a curfew. I remember having a... I think under 18, you had a curfew. I didn't have a curfew in the household. Well, no. <laughs> I, I did on cur- some nights. I did not have a curfew in the household. Mom let me do whatever. I did when whatever. I stayed at mom's, yeah. I did whatever. I tried to steal George's truck before. <laughs> like, I, I pussied out of that. I tried to like push it. I tried to push an F-250 like at... Six foot two, 170 pounds, tried to push an F-250 like down a flat driveway. So I thought, okay, if I can get to the end of the driveway, I can turn it on. But if I leave it here back here at the back of the driveway, like... It's too loud. It's too loud. And then, like... That's it, on London Road? Yeah. Yeah. And, and in hindsight, like, I probably could have just started it and dipped. Like, George couldn't hear shit. <laughs> he can't nah, hear shit. He no couldn't way. hear shit then. No. Uh, but to to think like growing up, I guess there was a curfew though, like that. Cities have curfews. But, Cities, counties. Yeah. You know, I don't, but to put in but for, for statewide, I can judge my safety in this context. I, if I want to go out at eight thirty or ten, go get a drink, or I don't know. I guess I don't even fully know what's all the way back open. So I mean. Grocery stores are closed at nine, anyways. I mean, if we really pull, pull, let's pull completely out of it. Look at it; there's not much open after eight, anyways. The grocery stores open until nine, so I guess now they're closed at eight. Yeah, too. so big corporation stores are closing early, but like the the bars are slowly opening back up in Phoenix, anyway. But I don't know to what extent. Yeah, down here I don't. Well, I just don't know. I I haven't noticed. I was at a bar till nine the other night. They closed at nine, so we were there until nine. But there's a few around town that are back open till. 2 a.m. or whatever so but i i guess i don't know how to how i would manage the situation i know i know that shooting tear gas in the crowds is not great it's not a good look not the best it's not uh, great for anybody choice. involved you know i'm sure yeah it's just bad on all sides right so but i don't know i've I, I'm, so I what would be the, i've never you know gone I mean? through this before i don't know what would be the what or first timers, I don't know. Be the best way to try and combat that. That there's not like there's not I don't think there's one specific thing you could do. Other than curfew? Other than peacefully <laughs> gather at eight oh one at a place in town. I don't know. And then I don't know what that looks like going forward. Are you broke curfew, then what? Now I'm paying a fine. Um, are, am I going to jail? Like for standing on the corner, the intersection by my house, right? Like, what does that look like? It it it's so, it's just very foreign. It feels like an overreach, and you're dipping into my liberties because I will I leave my house after eight p.m. Well, not often, but times, right? And every Thursday, I mean, with things back open, I'm back out hanging out with my group of veterans after eight o'clock. My work thing usually breaks around eight. So, I don't know. I don't feel good. I don't feel easy. Uh, it's, it's a bit unsettling, but I don't know. This whole this whole time, you know, and it's it's hard to complain. Two sitting from where I'm sitting. So, <clears throat> I mean, but where do people who are unaffected draw the line? You know, where do you get involved? I think there's, you know. That's not my fight, okay, but they still need help. Per se, but yeah, but you're a part of that community. You know what I mean? I get what you're saying. Not like, specifically I'm, the curfew, but just generally speaking. Well, generally speaking, yeah, right. Idealistically. Like, we as the people need to be the ones running things. You know what I mean? Like all of us together. So right now everything is going nuts. Minnesota, California is going nuts over basically the same thing, the lockdown. You know what I mean? Oof. Glad I'm not in California. So, is that what is that what they were about? Yeah, they were night? about their their uh, lockdown got extended or something. I don't know about last night, mm. but a couple weeks ago, 
Everybody was gathered at the Capitol in California and out there taking videos, making all their noise. You know what I mean? It was peaceful protest. No, no tear gas, none of that shit. It's just an interesting time. I just reading the writing on the wall. I don't know if it's maybe hundred year cycles of civilizations, you know, in the first world, modern modern world. Like, but it just seems like we're on track to just a real, real reduction in quality of life in this country <clears throat> in the next 20 years. Like 15, 20 years is going to... Things were going a real certain way until 2020 hit, and a <laughs> lot, a lot has shifted. And I don't know to what bigger scale. It's just a lot of things exponentially big banged. Like it's just a big bang in 2020 of culture in this country. And uh, but, but I mean, and the world, but I mean, right. And but game changer. So, yeah, I don't know. It's it's just weird. Like, I'm not. I'm at a loss, a little bit of a loss. I want everybody to be all right. You know, continually asking why and going back to root causes and. How we can correct, course correct ourselves as a people and civilization. The game plan. But it takes all of us, you know what I mean? It takes everybody's effort to, and those that aren't willing to, uh, I mean, help the general public, which people out there like that, you know what I mean? Yeah, I think it's shift leadership. Leadership needs a shift in the way it runs. There's a, a system that's corrupted. Like, oh, yeah, obviously. Like it needs to be... No money and complete transparency going on in United States political affairs. And intelligence affairs need to, I mean, FBI, CIA, DEA, U.S. Marshals need to have some more type of better communication between them you know, and, and with the military and, and still do their own thing, you know, have their specialties, but, you know, a little bit more togetherness in the people who, who are protecting us. Do you think everything should be public? No, no, no. I don't think so. I don't know, but I don't think so. I don't know if it's ever been done that way, like where everything is transparent. But a, a type of transparency. Yeah, not necessarily everything, but just hey, what are we working on? What are what are the goals? You know, what what's what's our intelligence? What are you, what are you at least working towards for us? You know, tell us specifically what you're doing, but you know, what what's the goal for your betterment of of people's safety, I guess. So, but uh, yeah, a lot of change, and you know, I'm all for I'm all for change. But getting money out money out of the political sphere, and I think opening the conversations, just groups of people making more decisions versus. Uh, see, how do I like? Well, how did I phrase it before? Councils, councils of individuals, like kind of guiding the way versus this group of Republicans and this group of of Democrats. Just I don't know. Just to get the money out of it, get the policies. Let's really make it about the issues or reset on what laws are. You know what's right, what's wrong. You know, right? Let's, we can t we can you can make. I mean, the justice is blind, freaking symbol for for the U.S. justice system. Like it's. Let's go back to that. Let's make that a reality. Let's let's do things of that nature and just break it all the way down into the education system and just completely overhaul all kinds of stuff. All kinds of stuff needs to fix. And I don't revamp it. Yeah, I don't remember where I started, man. I feel weird. Just feel weird about curfew. Curfew, just state of the nation, just murders live on We're in, in prime for, time. Yeah, that's nuts. We're in for a big awakening, you know what I mean? It's insane. Like, at, at what point... I mean, this is where... It, obviously, we're not to this extreme, but... You look at the state of the world between World War One or the early 1900s, into, through World War One into World War Two was a lot of anti... Um, Jewish propaganda globally, globally. Like the U.S. got into World War II late because kind of like mm, FDR didn't care. 
he didn't care. He's like, okay, I don't really care about the Jews. We got our own thing going on over here. I guess, you know, I was trying to reconstruction, New Deal, all kinds of stuff, isolationist, and, like, there was no sense of care. But it's like there's U.S. propaganda. Oh, seems like it t- towards racial stuff. And there's always complete... I don't know what point I was trying to connect with that, man. But racial injustices are real. I understand people's frustration. I understand that violence is a human emotion and it gets let out during trying times. And I hope we can pull positivity away from this and not and, and reconfigure the way things operate. Before it gets worse, I've been saying for a while, like, man, I don't think we've seen the worst of it. I don't either. Well, that's what I was starting to say, though. Um, get money out of politics. Let's get... The, n- not original thought, but age limits on politicians. If you're old enough to collect Social Security, you should be ineligible to be a public servant in political sphere. Um, <clears throat> and term limits as well, which that's it. And I think there should be there's these councils, like a, a youth council as well, that are advising everybody. An elder council, like the... The, the council and a youth council. Some type of let's get everybody on the same page. What is the what are we doing for our next generation? Hey, some of our elders, you know, what has happened in these situations before, ad, advise us and okay, and let's come to some type of resolution as as a people. And I don't know how you do that on a large scale of 350 million people in this country. That's but but it, I think there's a better way to go about the way things are set up here in this country. And I, I, I don't know what's best. I don't, I'm, I'm fine with trying new stuff. It's, just, it's interesting. Something will give eventually. But that's uh, difficult for me to think about, I guess, because I don't know what you would change first. You know what I mean? Like, stuff definitely has to change, whether that's how a state is this big. Like, I'm not saying necessarily cut up more states to make more states <laughs> no, no, i'm no. tripping I no think that's a good but idea. like uh your own community you know what i mean like in tucson here where if you were to gather with the community like you're saying and, and really have everything be more localized i think to an extent that exists people just aren't, aren't involved but, in their local politics yeah, i yeah. mean when it comes down to local politics that's where I mean, that's your day-to-day, everyday life. I think it's probably good for people to get more involved with their local city council, their their PTA, and just knowing their actual neighbors and the people that they live around. And then I think that should be heavily law enforcement involved as well, just the presence of. So you know the people who are in your community and supposed to be protecting your community. And for the most part, do a very good job of protecting these communities. Um so I I think starting with education pieces personally from the ground up like okay hold on top down we're fucked let's work it from the bottom to the middle and see what we can't make happen to force force change upon the top whether that be you know financial structures or the judicial system the law enforcement system just whatever uh, let's let's make things work a little bit better and i think it starts with student centered learning as far as education just teaching people you know the why you know obviously why i'm big on why why things are the way they are so why are you sitting here but then when you know you're when you're teaching kids whatever the lesson may be, just the student-centered learning being, all right, here's here's the the who, you all, right. here's the what, this is what we got to get done, and you figure out why, when, and how. Why, where, and how. Like, come on, you got to figure it out. Let's go, let's work together, let's get this. And that's that's like the basis uh, at this, this most dumbed-down level of, of student-centered learning, but it's kids working in groups to figure it out. I think that would be very... Very Group helpful problem to solving. It. Yeah. yeah. Yes. It's extreme yeah. problem solving, getting in yeah. and out of situations and then apply it, learn, teach children how to work together in groups. And then kind of once that's instilled, then we more solo type stuff while still having group settings as you go through puberty, you're going through things on yourself. So then we give you more projects about, you know, self. And then we get into 
history and all, you know, the effects of drugs and childcare and all that kind of stuff. I don't know. I think there's a, just a different way to go about the education system and teaching people how to be citizens of this country. I don't know. That's my story. I'm sticking to it. Just as, a, so. as an education major. just And I don't know. I don't have specifics. It's all just beta in my mind. But it seems like an, an argument that's been going on since the American Revolution. I can't figure out what's going on in the education system. That it needs some type of reset. Why are we still arguing about this? I know we need to have the same opportunity given to all citizens. Right. Going through the United States of American public school system. You all have the same opportunities. Shouldn't. So this is what we're going to teach you. And yes, there's going to be certain things that are regionalized and certain schools are going to maybe be specialized. And it's still going to be a private school type stuff. But I think just the core essence of education, like it's being missed. Needs a revamp. Just a rev- Just Let's just, just, just course Tweak correct it. a little bit. Let's Tweak it a little let's bit. Let's get some politics out of it. Let's, let's stop testing, uh, making the standard be the test. You're teaching memorization type stuff. Like that's not... We need to teach That's application. Not real life problems. We need to, yes, we need to teach application. You know, more circumstance, and while mixing in the arithmetic and all that with it, and figuring out who can do what. Like, oh man, you're just not really good at the science stuff. I'm sorry, we're not here to decide. And and as I said, I think I said uh, reset and really decide what laws are. Uh, it's kind of the same thing in education. I'm gonna find my thought again. God damn it, this happens. This is where I make my edits. This is, type of, this is usually the biggest shit, shit I got to cut out. Uh, figure out what laws are. Fuck, I can't remember. But teach teach everybody. It's got to be renewed. Thing. You know what I mean? And uh, I guess what you said, too, the center of the learning curriculum has to be different because right now it seems like you're just brought up 18 and then boom. Welcome to the world, you know what I mean? A lot of people didn't get prepared correctly. Yeah, I mean, the the most common joke, like, nobody taught me how to do taxes, but, like, it's a lot of everything, just the the basics of energy, like, where energy is going, where you could be. You think this is good. You think that, um, okay, you have a coupon that's 10% off, but you're going to drive an hour and a half to go get that 10% off coupon, uh, you didn't save anything because you had to pay for the gas and the time to go and do that because it was an hour and a half and you were saving money. So things of that, just the, the underlying cause and effect of your choices and actions and what may look like a good deal is not a good deal. And just teach people about this stuff. Teach them about real estate. You know, teach them about... I think I got it all right perspective in about credit like I, I feel like the schools I was in did all right with credit but, and hygiene like I was taught that in school you know so but just making sure all that still exists and health and wellness how hey yes you can eat this bullshit but later in your life it's going to cause a whole lot of problems and you're going to have a metric fuck ton of medical bills because you're unhealthy so we need to teach people to make the proper dietary choices and what's actually good food and what is poison that can kill you and how like everything just needs to be laid out <clears throat> truthfully honestly starting right away right away and I th- the, the debate lies in okay well where do we introduce drugs where do we introduce sex ed where do we introduce pregnancy like the things that still need to be need to be hit on right you now across the board for all our kids but Boy, it seems like we could have had just a better grasp on teaching people how to act in a manner that is positive and, you know, being a contributing member to society. Learn some stuff. Learn some fucking stuff and help out. And then when things like a pandemic hits, like, oh, shit, what's going on? Oh, well, we know and understand how to work and operate together. Let's, let's, Let's gather up. Let's figure out who's in charge, okay, this is the guidance that we're following, and let's course correct along the way, along the way. this is all brand new, so if something was wrong last week, and we found out today, it's, it's, oh shit, no, 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 hold on, we were off on that one, let's do that then, it's fine, like, okay, shit, we, we understand, let's, okay, then let's, let's course correct, and let's get it right, 
every time, like every time in every circumstance. So I don't know. It's just a lot, a lot going on, a lot to take in. I don't like when people shit their pants and I got to wear a diaper. I know that for sure. And that's what this curfew is fucking. That's exactly what it is. feels like to me. (laughs) It's exactly what it is. That's what it is. Now, granted, I don't have anything to do. I wasn't. It's not the point. Yeah. It's it's your constitutional right to be able to go wherever you want, whenever you want. No. And. Whether you intend to or not. I don't want people to get hurt. I mean, ultimately. So I don't feel like during quarantines, like at this point, I think we. We've learned a lot about the coronavirus in the last several months, and maybe stay-at-home orders don't need to be happening still. Like, I get where those people are still going upset, but at first, like, we didn't know what was going on. I had a burp. <clears throat> Weird. Yeah, that I get, being cautious with a new disease, you know what I mean? <clears throat> Sorry, you technical be... difficulty. <laughs> <laughs> As prepared as possible for that, especially when you're, you know what I mean? It's unknown. Oh, that, yeah, that's what I was saying. So but... I get taking precautions for that. But now that they're riding everywhere else, why would we get a curfew? That blows my mind. Well, even, it didn't seem like Arizona, and I haven't read anything today, so I don't, I don't know. I'm half-assed talking out of my ass. Phoenix could be nuts right now. Like, I don't know. Yeah, but, but know. it seems like window, vandalism, it seemed like vandalism happened. And then a few spots around the country, like, some people got hurt. And that's unfortunate. That shouldn't be the case. Right. Even though, like, I I can be pushed to violence. So I, humans can be pushed to violence. If I can be pushed to violence, okay, humans can be pushed to violence. It's a, right. it's a thing. I like it properly directed, so therefore I'm not anti-riot. But I think if you're going to do that, that you need to appropriate it towards the proper channels. Uh, if if you're going to be involved in that, then with that line of thinking, that rationale, it's okay that you burn down the police precinct building. Rumor has it they did it themselves <laughs> or not. Whichever way it went, let's just say it was it, it was happened. it was the people who did it. It happened you know, when you are beating a store owner to, to have all to death. Damn near they to killed death. him. Yeah, the one guy with the sword or whatever. They killed him. I guess. Yeah. From what I read, I mean. So that shouldn't happen, and I don't think. No, looting... to defend your livelihood, and then, I mean, they, what? What was the point proving? Like, you're just gonna kill this guy because he's defending what he worked hard for. Yeah, and I also understand if this is happening in our country, there's going to be collateral damage. If I'm okay with somebody being pushed to violence and I'm okay with a riot happening as as tragic I don't I don't want to see this, but if I'm gonna accept that this is happening within the country, then I have to accept all that goes with it. And I'm not happy about it. Like I would love to for this not to be the case, but there's some people are missing like Minneapolis specifically, these tensions have been growing for decades. There's been a lot this is far, far from the first, uh, only or last. Yeah. So the tensions are there's they're they're high. They're high from when I ninety four was being constructed in the sixties, and in St. Paul people were displaced throughout the Rondo neighborhood, and shit never really got better. Um, a lot of lot of injustices in Minneapolis. Uh, driving while blacks a real a real thing in Minneapolis and St. Paul. Huge problem. Huge problem. Uh, jobs less less management jobs less corporate positions are filled by by people of color, specifically black people in Minneapolis. Uh, Minneapolis, St. Paul have have a lot of black people in. Um, so monk, it's it the turnover is happening, and it's been happening since 2016. When uh, there's two new uh, Mayor Carter and Mayor Frey got elected, a young, both of them young in their mid late thirties. Uh, one's black, one's a civil rights attorney. So there's been turn of people, f- the people with their voting, with their ballots, 
have begun to change and turn over Minneapolis and St. Paul, the Twin City area. So, but Minnesota as a whole, I mean, it's historically had its problems and the city has had its problems with, with race that goes back decades. I'm not surprised being from there, knowing this and knowing how many, many of my friends and relatives have been treated throughout the streets of Minneapolis uh, and all the horror stories I've heard by the police brutality and the things that have gone on that don't happen in other places. Uh, that do happen in other places, but not uh, on a smaller scale. It's a well-kept secret, the, the racist nature of the judicial and law enforcement system in, uh, in Minnesota. Let me see yeah, if... There's a lot going on. I'm not that... Never, been, never had to deal with it, so... Let me see if uh, my cousin answers. Up, Shit, what up, though? Shit, just over here by the bridge. All right, I got you on the podcast. What's up over there? Oh, uh, you know that uh, just a little uh, semi trying to plow the bridge, and then uh, everybody pulled dude out the semi, started whooping his ass, and the police and them rushed the uh, bridge, and now they're trying to secure everything and. Tear gas and everyone and all that little shit. The semi tried to run into the bridge, like uh, going under it. Nah, they, they were standing on the bridge. They blocked. Oh. And on Thursday, Northbound, I came in here and tried to start trying to run people over. I guess they hit like three or four people or something. And then everyone got the buddy, started whooping his ass, and uh, started. Went over the truck and they were talking about the bridge and the police and everybody rolled up and just went from there. And then uh, they tried to bum rush the capital right now. Damn, and where, uh, t- tell me where you are again. You're in Minneapolis, though? Yeah, I'm right over Stinky uh, Town right now because that's right by where the bridge is, where it collapsed. You know what I'm talking about? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're talking. You're talking yep, ten yep. years ago, right? Yep, yep. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And my homeboy Bradley stay right over here in Dickey Town, so we at his place. Okay. Damn. What's the pulse? I mean, it's just wild. Like, what the fuck is going on? Well, last night it seemed cool, and then uh, you know, cause the guard and everyone showed up and. Then they started attacking peaceful people, and then uh, this is probably the biggest pro- protest today. And uh, it's like uh, as soon as that semi hit, hell started breaking loose. And like I said, someone over here just got the call that they're trying to bum rush the capital, so starting to turn nasty again real quick. Fuck! Do you think police are gonna start shooting? I mean, you can't just exactly storm Capitol building. I mean, I mean, yeah, I mean, I'm sure at some point they will, because I know on the bridge, I had got here yet. I was actually waiting for Bradley to get to my house. So as soon as we got to my house, we came back over here, because all that shit was happening. So now we're hearing all these uh, emergency vehicles. I don't know if you can hear it in the background, but they're probably about two blocks away from us right now. So Bradley's got everything set up. He blocked off a portion of the block so people don't go driving into the tear gas unintentionally. Yeah. Hey, um, John Daly put a thing on, uh, I think it was Facebook. If anybody gets arrested, uh, he will donate his legal services. I mean, I'm sure that's going to fill up quick, but uh, he threw that out there. Yeah, oh, no. There's cops at the MSR block right now. They're loading up right here, trying to form the line, but... Mm. 
Damn. You know? so, so it's all over you know, South Side, Northeast. It's starting to come over Northeast now. They're trying to clear Dinky Town. Black Hawk helicopters flying above it. Right now? It's like the, the cops. Yeah, the cops blocking off our block now since they moved our blockade and they don't want no one else to go there. So we still got about an hour till our curfew kicks in. So really, there ain't much they can do. Damn. Yeah, ours is uh, it's five o'clock here. They put us in effect uh, till eight, but which is really crazy. Like I feel I'm really uncomfortable about it because it's not really that extreme here. There, I mean, people. There's some vandalism that's gone down, but I mean, there's, we're far, very, very far from a from a riot, the Pulse in in Tucson, uh, or even Phoenix for that matter. And those would be the main drivers of Arizona to put us on a curfew. So I'm 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 tripping down here on on that, and then y'all got all that shit going on up there. I'm like, what the fuck? All right, all right, hold on, hold on one second. About two blocks down directly in front of us, there's a huge crowd of people walking through the university now. So it appears they're going to be walking. Like with the police or all the way yeah. around the board? Yeah. Well, tensions are just boiling over. I mean, it's to the point where people here aren't even paying attention to the stop signs. I mean, I won't even lie to you. They did a block on the freeway the other night, and I just turned around and started driving on the shoulder the other way. Next thing you know, I had the whole damn freeway driving the wrong way on the freeway following my lead. <laughs> on <the attention>. Damn, <laughs> man. <laughs> No, and then uh, at my place, um, I mean, I feel safe being over here right now because I ran into three neighbors on my block who are helping keep the block protected, Pizza Luce. Um, but we've got multiple people trying to burn it down. So it's, it's been interesting. And it's like, you know, I, I'm all for whatever, go after the cops and that shit, but don't be burning shit down that's going to put up my house because all the electrical shit runs on top of that bitch. So. Yeah, people don't think of that type of shit. But no, we caught some people who definitely were from out of town uh, on our block. You know, on the other side of Luce, a neighbor actually caught somebody trying to throw a bottled up cocktail at Luce. So once they uh, open back up, we're going to go talk to the owner and be like, you owe us pretty much saved your shit throughout all this. Damn. <laughs> Which uh, uh, it's, uh it's really good. Which pizza Go luce? Which pizza luce? Not the one in thirty second and thirty thirty second and Lindale, uptown, two blocks oh. off of Lake Street. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they got they got all the way from pretty much the beginning of Lake Street all the way down on East Lake and they started it got all the way well the epicenter really is third precinct off there off Lake and Minnehaha. Mm-hmm. And so everything around that went, and people spread going both ways. They pretty much got all the way down East Lake towards St. Paul, and then they worked their way all the way, pretty much right to where I'm at at Windale. And like we were like literally the end. So if you went to the top of my block, because I live, if you would go on Lindale, I'm on the side street, not on the actual block. You feel me? So I had to walk to the top of the block. So I walked to the top of the block and looked down to the flames just shooting up. Damn. So, like, are you just not staying at the crib? Oh, no, I'm, I'm staying there. It's just we haven't been able to go to sleep till about 4 in the morning, because that's usually when everything's been seeming to die down, and there isn't a bunch of randoms just showing up and chasing the building. Right. So, yeah, they scatter away, and the fifth precinct isn't too far from our house, so they burn the third, and they've been at the fifth. So, naturally, they scatter over to our block. Right. <laughs> Yeah. So, I fucking love you guys. But no, it's uh, it's uh, definitely been a crazy climate though. 
morning has been the time when we go to bed. So really, I haven't been sleeping for shit the past few days. I've been having to walk the block and approach people that have so are you going to work tomorrow or, or what? I'm able, to, I'm able to work tomorrow. So. Oh, okay. Really right now, I mean, I don't think, I think pretty much the state is a state of turmoil right now. Yeah. I don't think anyone, I mean, everyone, like literally, even out in the suburbs, everything's sorted up and shut down because yeah, they're afraid of the Wow. Well, fuck, man. I don't know. Uh, I gotta actually go uh, start getting dinner and shit ready, but stay safe. Keep me posted, whatever's going on. Yo, you said uh, KKK's there. What was up with that? Yeah, the neighbor ran into uh, some white supremacists in the neighborhood last night. A neighbor named Donnie and another one named Chris. So, yeah, they're driving around with their license plates off. Another thing is, we hear there's a whole bunch of Antifa here, too. So, I think it's just there's a lot of different groups here at play out with me. There's, I, you know, we've been, I've been here especially throughout my life a lot in the Twin Cities metro area, and I've never seen so many new faces in my life. Yeah, um, yeah. So what you think, though, yeah, no, I'm definitely, what, uh, what, like, what, what do you think, though, like, because I feel this has been just building for a long time, so you're like, you're, bam. Minneapolis, that's where you're at. You're right. You live right there where everything's cracking. So, like, what? I mean, how do you feel about this all going down, I guess, is the question. I put it to you like this. I don't like the mom and pop spots getting hit. I don't like all these outsiders being involved fucking our shit up. But it's been a long time brewing. Like you said, this is, you know, Minneapolis problems. We don't need all these outside people. We can handle this. But how do I feel about it? I won't lie. I was outside when they started burning down the police building, and we all cheered. Fuck that place. Fuck the police and people who support them. I mean, but anything else, you know, you, you know, you, you don't hit innocent people. You don't go hit spots like uh, Walgreens where the old people got to go get their medications from and shit. I can see hitting Target because they notoriously support the police and all this other shit. But no, keep it, keep it going towards the police. Not, not innocent bystander. Yeah, I was saying it's been going on in the Twin Cities. I mean, I mean forever, but like the '60s, really, when they displaced the Rondo neighborhood over in Frogtown, like that. You know, shit's never really fully recovered, and a lot, a lot of bullshit. You know, all the stories of people pulled over and just driving while black, getting beat up. They tried to tried to kill, kill tried to kill Juju, shit like that. Like, what the fuck? A little bit, yeah. I don't know. I was thinking about standing outside at 801. This is day, like, this is brand new. This happened like a couple hours ago in Arizona. So I was thinking about just going standing on my main intersection at 801, just like what? Oh, yeah, that's the best thing, yeah, man. And it's like you go out there and you're like all scared, like, oh, shit, how they gonna be patrolling? But then you realize everyone else is out there too, like, fuck them too. It's it's, 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 it's almost a unity on our end, really. I know that it's going to get pretty ugly here because they're going to get fed up with this shit real quick. Yeah, well, be safe, man. I'll holler at you. Uh, I don't know. Keep me posted, but I'll holler at you later in the week. All right, for sure. If anything goes on crazy, I'll give you a call. You can throw it on the cast real quick. All right, let me know. All right, chill. All right, cuz I'm chill. Love you, boy. Going nuts. That's is, uh, disheartening to hear. It is going nuts. It's no good. Yeah, well, we'll come back to this. Let's go do this dinner shit. All right, then. That is where we cut it. We didn't get to come back and, and rehash anything out. My brother and I, we uh, we went to protest after that and then uh, put a little something in the air, bullshitted for a little bit, and uh, took our asses to bed. But, yeah, I'm looking forward to getting bro back over here and breaking things down a little bit more. But... 
I'm from Eau Claire, Wisconsin, and I'm from Minneapolis, Minnesota. So let me hit you with this track about Minnesota. There's a whole lot going on over there. So, man, y'all be cool. Check on a vet. Hug your loved ones. Chip. How deep do you want to go? <laughs> we in the basement, baby. <laughs>